It's time to dive into the latest news and updates from the Vegas Golden Knights. This is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Well, here we go again. Golden Knights back in the Final Four for the fourth time in six years. The VGK headed to the Western Conference Final knocking off the Edmonton Oilers in six games, winning last night in Edmonton to close out the series. Dave Gosher, Shane Knighty with you. We have, so what's the, we, uh, I don't know the last time we've done one of these no, shows. No, it's been a while. We did the fifth game of the Winnipeg series, and uh, that turned out good for the VGK. And then they they find a way to do it again, Shane. And, and it's just uh, big picture. You think about this franchise, and, you know, we we sat and watched the game, had a couple of adult beverages watching it last night, and I said to you, you know, if you're a fan in another city, you must look at the Golden Knights and say, this is this is nuts. And here they are again down to the – well, there's five teams now. There'll be four left after Dallas and Seattle play Game 7 tonight, but another real legitimate chance at winning a Stanley Cup. And exactly why, you know, fans of Golden Knights hear angst from other fans because yeah. of the success they've had in such a short period. And – you know, you were rattling off some numbers of other franchises. You know, the Maple Leafs, one playoff win in, in uh, 19, 19 years. years. It's just, and, you know, yeah. the Rangers, one Boston. One, yeah. it's These teams have been around, and the Golden Knights, the success they've had, well-deserved, uh, you know, this organization, what they've been able to do, and here you go again. And uh, great performance against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, you know, I, I felt confident going into this series. Uh, I felt their depth was just too much for the Edmonton Oilers. There were certainly moments where I doubted myself in a few of those games uh, of what I'd said, but uh, when you look at it, that's what came through. Five-on-five play, they found a way to be disciplined in game six. Um, They found a way they scored the first goal for the first time in this series, Uh, and and just a complete team effort. Like uh, Everybody stepped up, that next up-man mentality, Aiden Hill, who was terrific in that third period, um, uh, and, and finding a way to win. Something, I don't know how many times we talked about it this year. This team finds ways to win games. And once again, they did it, and now they're on to the Final Four once again. Some, so much to kind of go through from the series, but let's kind of work our way backwards from, from last night. You know, you, Riley Smith scores right off the bat. <laughs> Connor McDavid comes right back and ties the game. Warren Fogle, where there were three goals in the first three minutes, and then things calmed down until um, Jonathan Marcheseau yeah. took over. Ooh, what it's, a second. It, yeah, it, and it's, you know, he has the natural hat trick, and it's, I always find it interesting, Shane, you know, there's six of the misfits left, right? Yeah. From year one. All the goals last night, right, came from the misfits. Yeah. That, I mean, that line, they don't play that together line. as a line anymore. Um, pretty special when you think about it, but their ability last night, you know, to kind of slowly take that game over. And, you know, for somebody like Marcia, so who, uh, you know, Bruce Cassidy <laughs> joked around, says the problem is now we're going to have to hear about it for the next few days. Yeah. But that comes with the territory and it just how much does. it means to him, especially at this time of the year, to be able to elevate his game. And that's what they do. You're, you're right. Yeah. It, you know, Riley Smith opens it up, Marshall takes over, and Carlson ices it. Uh, pretty special and, and, and unique, not unique, but, for those guys to do it and come through, Jonathan Marsh is so. And what I like about this team is, you know, at times maybe you think they're a little too nonchalant, but they have a confidence, a quiet confidence. And it's Marsh so who's compared this team, the chemistry, to year one. The group of guys, how much fun they – and we heard that after the game, how much they enjoy playing together, the fun they're having as a group. So 
there there's a calm amongst them in game that that you see and I think Marshall is one of those guys that you know you knew the goals would eventually come and just he, he's he's always had the work ethic and it's it, it just he knows to go to the net he has a nose for the net he's a big time big game player and certainly no more uh proven than last night what his he did in that second period so uh huge game from him i think he's the type of guy that gets the guys going he's the vocal voice in the room we certainly know that uh, everybody leads in different ways but he's you think of his progression from year one to now being you know a big time voice and leader in that room and uh Coming through in the big moments, that's exactly what you want from those guys. You look at his goals, so he scores three. The first natural hat trick the Golden Knights have had in the playoffs in their history, yeah. right? He had been quiet through the Winnipeg series, and through the first two games of this series yeah. had not scored. And you look, he comes up with two goals in game three, the win up in, in um, Edmonton, and then comes up with the natural hat trick last night. At You know, Bruce Cassidy's kind of talked about this in the past. There are players that they're able to get to another level when the lights are the brightest. And we've seen that from him now for, for a long, long time. And, and that's a great point. And that's to me, just goes back to the strength of this team because it wasn't needed earlier. There's other no. guys that could do it. You know, you flip it to the Edmonton Oilers, unless it's those two guys, McDavid and Dreisaitl doing it each and every game, the pressure to produce nonstop. And then nobody does it better than those two. Obviously yeah. you saw what they did in the regular season, but, in playoffs, it's more taxing. It's a physical, mental grind every second day. Travel. And if you're leaning on just two guys, there's a lot of pressure to perform, and, and, and even if it's the two best in the world. That's why, you know, the Golden Knights, That I, I'm always about team over talent. And, you know, it's proved there that, you know, Marceau doesn't need to put as much pressure to produce all the time, but different guys stepping up at different times and, and getting it done it, it allows them to say okay now now it's my turn and it certainly was last night that was a terrific shot that third goal through the legs of the defenseman past Stuart Skinner ended his night um, as you know they went to Campbell again in the third period so uh, just a great effort and I think it, it's that's what I like about this team it'll be interesting as we wait to see who they'll play that's the next step yeah um, but uh, you know they'll be ready to get prep for for either one of those uh, opponents coming up they'll know later tonight right game yeah. seven in Dallas between the stars and the Seattle Kraken you mentioned the goaltending Shane uh, Stuart Skinner pulled three times in the series Jack Campbell was the big signing <laughs> uh, signing for right for yeah. Evanston last year as a free agent five-year deal coming over leaving Toronto as a free agent wasn't even the starter by the time the end of the season yeah. came into the playoffs, but did get into three of the six games. On the other side of it, you know, I'm up there game three in Winnipeg, in uh, Edmonton, yeah. and you watch Lauren Brossois leave the ice injured, and you're thinking, like, this is – and I don't know if it's fitting. That might not be the right word. Yeah. It's certainly mind-boggling what the Golden Knights have had to go through and endure in the goaltending position this year. But it hasn't seemed to matter much. I was joking with you, I think, last night – Anyone remember Logan Thompson went to the All-Star yeah. game? And he's played, what, two games since the All-Star break and unfortunately he's been injured. But now that's kind of a, a bit of a distant memory because of the work all these other guys have done, and now Hill is the most recent one to step forward when it matters most. And there's a, there's a my thought is when you go through a regular season, adversity is going to hit you at different times, and the teams that can handle it, 
that pays off in playoffs. And, you know, great example, the Boston Bruins. Not much adversity this regular season. No. They get to playoffs, couldn't handle it. Um, Florida Panthers, they, they, they struggled all year. The last year, terrific teams, majorly, majorly the same group of guys. Yeah. Struggled, found their way, get in, and then they hit their stride. Right, some adversity they faced. They were down three one in the round one. They come back. Golden Knights, the adversity they'd faced all year with goaltender. This year, last year, they learned a lot with injuries, and it didn't harm them as much this year. They're able to battle through. I think because of your previous experiences, you learn from it and you move on. And that's what we saw with the Golden Knights this season. Goaltending, one of those areas. Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill got into some games. Lauren Brossard, we know his story, starting with Henderson, comes up. He he got it with injuries to the other. So it's been that next man up, and it, they're unfazed. Yeah. Whoever's in, they have a confidence and a belief because, hey, they can just you know go back to that memory bank and say, hey, we've been through this. These guys can do it. And there's a belief not only in the guy. I think when you're a goaltender, when the guys in front of you believe in you, that gives you an added confidence. And certainly uh, shown last night, Aiden Hill, I thought, just better as the game went along. His third being the strongest when they needed him most. Some huge saves, timely saves. And that next man up mentality. Whoever's whoever's up has been able to come in and get the job done. So uh, just a, a great story. And what I love is it, it's just a complete team, right? Up and down. Everybody feels they've had a piece of it to get them to this point. But still still only halfway there. Yeah, that, That's the big thing. So a lot ahead of them. You know, you can enjoy this. But uh, uh, nothing's been accomplished yet. Jonathan Quick, right? Comes yeah. over here. He yep. goes, what, 5-2-2? Five, five, two and two. Yep. Um, Let's not forget Yuri Patera. <laughs> yep. Yuri. You know, gets a win as well. So, yeah, it's uh, 38 straight saves for Hill last night after the Fogel goal. Yep. And he shut the door. Uh, I think Bruce Cassidy said he was a wall after that. He was. Slammed the door. Uh, That was it. Um, It's interesting, I think, Shane, you talk about the depth of this team. You've got Jonathan Quick and Phil Kessel have four rings amongst them, are not in the lineup. I mean, I know Quick's backing up now due to the injury to uh, to Brossois, but – you know, Bruce Cassidy tweaks it a little bit. Michael Amadio comes out for the last couple yeah. of games. Teddy Bluger goes in. Again, Bluger, who's played in some important playoff games for the Penguins over the years, yeah. not in the lineup. That's, you know, to your point, the, the sum of their parts, right? Yeah. The sum of their parts. Edmonton, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and it was interesting to read Dreisaitl's comments. He kind of said it's it feels like a wasted year. They put up all these numbers, right, and they – and they, if they're not, I mean, McDavid would be the best player on the planet. You can say it's Dreisaitl second, yeah. is it McKinnon, is it Crowder, whatever. You can you yeah. have an argument about that, I guess. But with all that talent, it's still the – and, you know, Nugent Hopkins had a heck of a year. Quiet in the playoffs, though. Um, the goaltending. Yep. All adds up to, you know, the way the Golden Knights have been able to build this now. Uh, it's pretty incredible. And I hope we don't get to the point. I, I don't know if we'll be around long enough. I hope people – can't take this for granted like they missed the playoffs last year and i remember kelly mccrimmon talking about it it's a humbling experience when you miss and you're just sitting around what you know half the league makes it half the team misses half the league misses the playoffs so for them i think it was a they felt like they had something to prove b the first step was to get back in the playoffs but then to be able to do some damage once they were there and they've been able to do that um but it's amazing. It seems like it's been this emotional roller coaster. What has it been? A month, roughly, of playoff yeah. games, and they're still only halfway home. Yeah. Still got exactly. a lot of work exactly. to do. But that said, you were yeah. just touching on yeah. 
as of tomorrow, there'll be 28 teams that it's all at a loss. Yeah. It, it just continues to add those teams that did not accomplish. You think of how long and what a grind it is, 82-game schedule, and just to get to playoffs, half the team's disappointed, and then eventually there's going to be another 15 that are disappointed. But Golden Knights one step closer, but only halfway there, so lots of work to be done. And uh, it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited to watch the game tonight to see how it's going to come. Everybody, you know, we can talk more about who we think is going to come through in that series, but uh, Game 7, anything can happen. The um, the comment I always kind of keep in the back of my coconut was uh, George McPhee said on a podcast last year in Canada. He was talking to Ken Holland, GM of the, ironically yeah. enough, of the Oilers. And Kenny Holland said to him, you know, every year, all the t- all thirty two teams now we go into the into the season, high hopes, everyone's healthy, everyone feels great, think we've got really good team, could do some damage. There's only four teams out of thirty two that win two playoff series every year. The other twenty-eight teams either don't make the playoffs or they're out after the first round. It's a, when you, and I never thought of it like yeah. that until I heard George refer to it in that, that fashion. Of all those teams and all the games and all the minutes and all the travel and all of the effort, and there's only four teams that win two rounds every year. The Golden Knights are the third of those. Yeah. What's going to be four? You got Carolina and Florida through, which I don't know if anyone would have had that. At the beginning of the season, and now you get the Golden Knights sitting for the to take on the winner of Dallas and Seattle after tonight. And we're bi- we're both biased, but that's why I consider it the hardest yeah. trophy to win. Yeah, without yeah, no a question doubt about it. No question. Well, I get a lot to uh, still cover here. Of course, nighttime at noon with Dave and Shane. The Golden Knights through to the Western Conference Final. They will find out who their opponent will be later tonight. Game seven in Dallas between the Stars and the Seattle Crack. crack. And quick reminder for you, fans that. Uh, if uh, the Golden Knights fans, if you are in need of um, help, welcome, welcome, he said in English. A- you want to read this, Shane? <laughs> AFC Bournemouth, you have your glasses with you. you, can, you uh, maybe I could borrow them. Need, need, need. Welcome uh, AFC Bournemouth into the Foley Entertainment Group, also known as the Cherries. AFC Bournemouth plays in the prestigious English Premier League where they consistently take on some of the best football teams in the world. Show your support for the Cherries by catching their matches via stream on Peacock TV. And make sure you also visit the Arsenal at City national arena pick up some of the bournemouth merch including jerseys scarves flags mini soccer balls and lapel pins to learn more and be a part of the club's exciting new era make sure to visit afcb.co.uk up the cherries dave and shane with you nighttime at noon on all of our social media channels lots more to come we'll have some post-game reaction from bruce cassidy jack eichel jonathan marcia so aiden hill they'll all be sprinkled into the mix after this on fox sports las vegas we're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Well, I got to tell you, it was a little, a lot of swings, right? And sometimes you look at your own team and go, you know, you know, how come we weren't better? Like in the, in the response games, right? Like today we finally won after a win, but the previous two times. Sometimes you're on your own team and, and, and you don't, you think, got to think about the other team. Right? They've got some pretty good players too, right? So give them credit because uh, they respond. So you don't want to get too down on your team, just build off the things that maybe they were doing to beat you. So I thought we did that well, even though we lost and tried to build that into our approach the next game. So that's where I thought we got better, um, learning from what they're doing well. And... And at the end of the day, the players go out, and you need timely goals and timely saves. And I think that was the difference tonight. We, we, we got our share. 
That is the voice of Golden Knights head coach Bruce Cassidy. His team threw to the West Finals. Some of his comments after the team knocked off the Edmonton Oilers last night, winning in Edmonton to win the series four games to two. So the Golden Knights waiting for whoever they'll play next, round number three of the playoffs. Um, well, there's two teams. Yes. There's, there's two options Thank you, right Shane. Now. Good point. Yep. And uh, they'll play one of those. Yes, yeah. whoever. Yeah, it's not like they're going to play uh, Calgary. No. They didn't make the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, the Golden Knights through to the West Final. Uh, I wanted to take a step back, Shane. Game is always, I think, turning points in series. The fifth game here the other night. Yeah. Golden Knights are down 2-1. to one. And the back-to-back penalties by Edmonton in the second period there. We talked a lot about the Golden Knights power play. But it came through at a critical time, right? The five-on-three goal, then the ensuing five-on-four. They never trailed again the rest of the yeah. game after that in game five. Just a crucial part in the, in the middle of that game. Yeah, and... That was the strength of the Oilers, right? Could you yeah. match their special teams? Uh, we figured, the, you know, the strength of the Golden Knights was five-on-five five play, but you need those moments. And, and Bruce Cassidy said, you know, he, talk, he was talking about, you know, game six, timely goals, timely saves. And when we talk about it a lot throughout the year, everything, but that was exactly it. Timely goals for the power play to come through when they needed it most, and they did. And that just kind of flipped the script because there's no momentum shifts that are so important. And if you can grab them at home and they were able to, played really well. They had maybe one of their best defensive shifts I've ever seen in the third period. They yeah. just hung on the puck. Talk about puck management all year. There's no better example than what they did on that shift, just hanging on to it, keeping them down, grinding down the clock. It was it was perfection on how to defend a lead. So. Um, but certainly the power play coming through when they needed their penalty kill got a lot better over these last two games against the Oilers. Their discipline, certainly a lot better in game six, um, which was what they needed to do. So they, they did the steps they needed to. They, they hung into these games, even though they were down uh, in both of them. They found a way to fight back from those two deficits of 2-1 and win games the right way kind of leaning on their strength, leaning on their depth, playing the right way with a lead, and uh, closing it out against a team that has been known to push back with two two big stars. And uh, even when you throw, you know, three 100-point guys, Nugent Hopkins, even though he was quiet, uh, Bouchard had a heck of a playoff series, the defenseman for the Oilers. And Golden Knights fended them off. It's just, uh, it, it's impressive. And you look at the series, two different series, two different ways in which they've won. But all important is they get ready here uh, to win another series and understand different ways in which they had to play, different ways in which they had to execute to get by and win games. Golden Knights only took one penalty last night and killed off that Edmonton power play. The Oilers scored nine power play goals in the series, including three for four in game five here. The other point I wanted to bring up on game five was the Colasar penalty, the major. Yeah. In the building, you could feel people saying, oh, no, because no. you you know what this Oiler power play is all about. I had more than one person say to me, can you believe this again, a five-minute major yeah. in the playoff game? And I tried to block the, the, the other one out of my memory. But to keep them only to one goal. That's success. That's a win, right? And also I wondered, too, like, they got to the intermission, right? It was late in the period, right? And then they got to the intermission. It was like 30 seconds, and then they got to the end. Yeah. Kind of had a chance to, whatever they talked Important. about. Yeah, regroup. 
um, and important just to be able to, all right, let's get ourselves together here. They gave up one, but it was only one. They could have scored four on that power play with how potent it is, but they were able to, for the most part, keep it at bay in that scenario. And and I think you're important. When you go to that intermission, you've got a teammate that's feeling like Kolasar knows he's in the wrong, bad hit, bad time, against the worst possible opponent to give a five-minute power play. And that's the that's what I love about team sports. You know, these guys. I think they dig in a little deeper. Hey, let's pick this up for Coley. He's he's protected us all year. He's he's had our backs in a lot of situations. Um, so yeah, you go there, and then Bruce Cassidy talked about John Stevens coming in and ability to you know rather than on the bench, but have time to address. All right, let's you know details of the penalty kill, what we need to do here to be successful, and uh, let's not get rattled. All those things that are tougher to talk in-game, in-period, able to address before they went out. So I think it's very valuable for them to have that before they went out for that third and, and to do the job. And, and also, what it came up, okay, if we give them one, let's reset, get right back. And, and they did. It was, uh, yeah, you always say you give up a goal. It's not a successful power or penalty kill. But in that situation, very, very successful just to give them one with five minutes to work. It's not often you say you gave up three power play goals, but your penalty kill kind of won you the game. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was a combination of their penalty kill, but also their power play. Yeah. You know, we mentioned Mark Stone comes through with a five-on-three goal. Counterpunch it, right? You yeah. need, and you then need your power Smith. play to come through as well. Yeah, and they were able to do that. And, um, you know, for that and a lot of other reasons, the Golden Knights are through to the Western Conference Final. Aiden Hill, in the games he's been in the playoffs, Played in five, of course, the relief appearance in yeah. game three, and then uh, the starts since then. Three and one, two nineteen goals against, save percentage of nine thirty four. It's uh, it continues to be an amazing story for this team, the goaltending. But now you've got you know we talked a lot about Lauren Brossois and what he's come back from. His too. was an amazing story. Right? Now it's a, just another one. And now Aiden Hill, you know, and we wondered early in the Winnipeg series, they Bruce Cassidy flipped Jonathan Quick and Aiden Hill backing up Brossois. Because I think they felt that just at you know at this stage of the game, Hill kind of gave them a better he chance. Played well this year when right? he was in, right? He was really good. Um, you know, career high in wins. Yeah. Um, and wouldn't you know it, in the third game against against the Oilers, he comes in um, and was able to kind of settle things down. Yeah. The team had the lead; they were playing well. But um, you know, his performance, Jack Eichel. Leads the Golden Knights in playoff scoring, yeah. fourteen points in the playoffs, and you know he 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 had had enough before the Winnipeg series of talking about never playing in the playoffs. Well, now he's you know he's he's shown what he was you know it's I some of the him against Connor thing sure yeah. that in the last uh, series, but he's he's been able to see you know show here that on a huge stage he's been really really good in the big games here for this team. Yeah, outside of that first game. I think, yeah. you know, he had to take the temperature of playoff hockey against yep. Winnipeg game one. Not where he needed to be, but he wasn't alone. He owned it. He said, I yeah. was not anywhere yeah. where I need to be. Um, he's a guy, I think, that pushes himself. He's ultra competitive. We see him. It, yep. He is he's a super competitive guy, and he's waited his whole career to get to this point. Now he's in it. Now he's feeling it. He, it's hard to explain. I'll never forget winning in the NHL when I won my first playoff series. There's nothing like it. Playoff hockey, it completely, there's highs and lows. There's great wins throughout the year, but there is nothing like closing out a series and the feeling you get. Um, and it gets, you know, and that amps up as as you win more and more series, obviously, yeah. until 
if you can win it all, that's if you can win four series, you're doing something really good. good. But yeah. so he's 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 going through all these emotions, and it's addictive, right? It's I don't want to lose this feeling. I want to be, in, and I think that's pushing him forward. I think that line, you know, really worked well. They came through. It's been different lines, right? You look early, in, you know, Stone and Stevenson in game one really came through, and that's their ability. Carlson Smith finally. Riley Smith getting going the last couple of games. I think that's important. Carlson's just been terrific. He's steady. If the goals come or don't, just what he does all over the ice, so responsible. Um, and, uh, you know, Nick Haig had the winner. It, it, different guys, but Jack Eichel, certainly, I think he's a guy that wants to be at the front. He wants to be a difference maker, and, and that's what you want from your best player. It's kind of a strange series in that the, the first through the first four games, Vegas wins the first game 6-4. to four. The Oilers were not happy at all with their no. game. Then completely the opposite the next game, right? Where 5-1. 5-1. Golden Knights go to uh, Edmonton. 5-1. Lose 5-2. to two. Yeah. The games they Lose. lost were over in 13 minutes, right? Or even close. 12 it, minutes. It wasn't close. really a good game both ways till game 5. Until the 5th game and, and then the 6th game last night. But, you know, and the first time... Anyone won back to back was games five and six, right? Or the Golden Knights were able to to close it out. So, what was the stat you had? Five on five goal, I mean, eighteen to eighteen nine. Eighteen to nine. I had that a few stats. Right? Okay, I, I, well, get those out well, of your coconut. And, and we talk, just talking about depth of the team, and yeah. and, and this is why I come. I just felt it, it is tough in playoffs. You can run top players no matter how good they are in, in regular season, get away with it. There's breaks, but last night both McDavid played twenty four minutes with an Average shift length of one minute. Leon Dreisaitl, 24-44 with a shift length of 104. Lost, no Las Vegas forward had over 50-second average shifts. And uh, it, it, it's pretty impressive. You can't win with that formula. It's just, you know, 24 minutes for Dreisaitl and McDavid. Dreisaitl a little bit higher. Um, the fourth line of the Edmonton Oilers, Collectively, one played three minutes, one played six, one played seven. You look at the Golden Knights, Stone and Eichel right around that 17-minute mark, the fourth line of Vegas around that nine-minute mark. So just spreading out the minutes, it is a grind. We are playing every second day with travel. It is tough to run hard, and that's something the Oilers, I would expect. And they, they hated hearing it in the series, talking, oh, we've got depth. We can... And I understand you're chasing games. You want your yeah. best players out there, but they relied so heavily on them that I think they just they run out. You eventually run out of a little bit of gas, no matter how good, how conditioned, how great you are. We're going to step aside, but I want to pick up on the point of depth. The Oilers, the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> this is going to be the 30th year in a row there will not be a Stanley Cup champion from Canada. 30 years since the Montreal Canadiens won it in 1993. But there's some things we got to uh, touch on uh, with that as well. Of course, Golden Knights are back in the Stanley Cup playoffs, back in the West Final again. Make sure to stay tuned with an updated podcast, VGK Today, an all-new uh, broadcast here. Each episode of VGK Today will be hosted by this revolving group of Golden Knights broadcasters. It will consist of game recaps, previews, interviews throughout the entire run of the 2023 Golden Knights postseason. New episodes available every morning, so listen to start your day. You can catch VGK Today by visiting your favorite podcast outlet. Dave Grosher, Shane Knighty, nighttime at noon. Lots more to come on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Live from City National Arena, this is Nighttime at Noon on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Well, the Golden Knights ready for the Western Conference Final. It'll begin in Vegas at some point later <laughs> this week. Not sure just uh, when that'll be. Of course, Golden Knights will have home ice here uh, throughout 
the let me think about this here, Shane. Uh, Carolina have more points than Vegas. I guess I could look that up on the interwebs. We know this throughout yes. the Western Conference. Throughout this portion, though. let me. I'll find that for you here. Do we do we want to throw the rumors? It might start Friday. Sure, there's talk of that. Talk, yeah. talk uh, game one. Friday. Word on the streets. Sources, but that don't that nothing confirmed yeah. yet. Maybe uh, end of the. End of the work week. Yeah. Um, Carolina, 113 points. The VGK people had 111. So if it did yeah. get to that, Carolina would have home ice for the cup final. There's a long way to go between um, between here and there. Dave and Shane with you, nighttime at noon. I mentioned before we went to our last break, Shane, that um, so, you know, we were talking about this a little bit last night watching the game, just kind of thinking of the Oilers and yeah. – and where they're at here, you know, they've got two of the best players in the world, including the best in McDavid, but they're out in the second round. Last year they lost in the third round. They got to the West Final. Um, there was a run there, their dynasty of the 80s, where they won it four times in five years um, with Gretzky, and then Gretzky. they ended up winning five total after the after the Gretzky trade. There was a run from 1984 when the Oilers started their run of seven straight Stanley Cup champs coming from Canada. So you've got Edmonton winning four, Calgary, Calgary and Montreal, oh. all in that mix. And then make it eight out of ten. The last Canadian-based team was the Canadians in 93. Patrick Waugh, they yeah. won whatever, the ten games in overtime. Eight times in ten years, a Canadian-based team won the Stanley Cup, including seven years yeah. in a row. They haven't won it since, no. which gets me to this you know, kind of a bigger thought on where – you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs and their fans, you mentioned that they hadn't won a series in 19 years until this year. Now, full marks, they knock off Tampa Bay. Yeah. No small feat, to, to say the least. But in that second round, you know, the core four, right, of Matthews, Matthews Marner, Marner, Tavares, Nylander. Nylander. Nylander was, he was pretty, pretty good. good. The other three, not much to be heard from. So I, I just wonder now where that – it's already been out there. Where's yeah. that narrative go now? Toronto hasn't done much in the playoffs. No. Edmonton, with all this talent, you know, you would take Austin Matthews on your team any day. Yeah. You would take Conor McDavid, obviously, but there's more to it than that. There is more to it. And, yeah. you know, a lot of the, the narrative from both sides is, you know, they got to go through these struggles, which I, I'm a believer. You got to go through struggles and through the pain of losing before you can win. We're probably doing it a little longer than they'd like, both these yeah. players. And, you know, there's a lot of reference to the way Dry was so broken up over the last game he wasn't good enough reminded them of mckinnon when he was the same way and then they won the next year just yeah it, it was after they lost to vegas yeah, right? after they lost to vegas yeah. mckinnon was like just distraught and then came back won it and dry settle kind of similar after last night's defeat by vegas again um so you, you've and i know fan you know you're quick to all right we got to do this 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 and this you know and that's why there's people who run teams in that position they you know you got to take a breath they really assess everything i think the oilers when i look at them they've got to find a way to get more depth in their team uh i think you know goaltending you know they're going to go forward skinner's going to be a better goalie campbell's going to be better and then the toronto maple leafs man i don't know like you think of all the moves like to me this isn't on management they did they gave them everything all the moves ryan o'reilly all the trades they made you know, McCabe, they brought in defensively. Like, they addressed everything. I think that team you've got to be patient with. Certainly Matthews, I think, is going into his last year. That's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, you got to extend him or else you might have to move him and and see what happens. But uh, they, they've got they, – they've 
to me, they've got a more complete team than the Oilers at this point. Um, so interesting what will happen with both those organizations. It's such um, – it just goes to show you, you, you just never Tough. know. Like it's hard to win. You know, you, you talk about um, those two teams in, in Toronto and, you know, Evans goes out, gets yeah. that home to shore up their defense. You mentioned Boston earlier. Don Sweeney. It, oh. All the move. How could you not like those moves? Go out and get yeah. Orloff. Go out and get Hathaway. Go out and get Bertuzzi. And it didn't matter, <laughs> right? It didn't matter. Yeah. You know, it, it's and I and I think to your point. I mean, that team just they cruised and broke all the records in the regular year. And then when they were when they started to take some hits yeah. in the playoffs, whole different, um, whole different deal. Um, we mentioned Jonathan so Huge game last night. First natural hat trick by a Golden Knight in the playoffs in their history. And he talks about what this run over the last six years has meant to him post-game last night. Jonathan, it's, it's been several years now since that Misfits term came out about your team. About, now it's about your, the old line. Tonight, all five goals come from you three guys. I asked in the locker room before, but just, I mean... Do you like that term, Misfits? Do you like that it gets to still stick around and, and the three of you guys still make that big contribution? Yeah, I mean, obviously pretty happy that uh, we chipped in tonight, you know. And, uh, I mean, there's been a roller coaster of uh, six years for sure, a lot of uh, up and down, and uh, definitely really proud of that term, you know. Like, that's something that we started, and we were a bunch of nobodies, and uh, we have six left right now, and... Uh, we definitely uh, have still a chip on our shoulder, and we're going to keep going until the uh, organization we win the ultimate goal. And tonight is just uh, one step in the right direction. And uh, when you think about it, we're only halfway done to our goal here. So uh, there's a lot of work left to do, and uh, we're going to enjoy it until midnight tonight, and we can uh, take care of business uh, in the future. As Jonathan Marshall said last night, we were a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there are a bunch of somebodies now, and uh, this team has been able to push through once again to get into uh, the Final Four in the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, the Golden Knights have had three coaches in their six years, Shane, and the, Bruce Cassidy now is the third of the yep. three to go to the Final Four in his first season behind the bench. Of course, Gerard Gallant year one, uh, Pete DeBoer in uh, year three, and now Bruce Cassidy in year six. So They all did it in their first seasons. Yeah. In their first years behind the bench, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of talk, uh, you know, and I, I don't know how you gauge it, but in you know, my old stomping grounds and certain you spent oh, some, yeah. some some significant years there, there's been the question posed: Will the Bruins still be playing if Bruce Cassidy was still coaching the team? I think it's hard to yeah you, make that determination. Yeah. You know, I think there's a general feeling. You know, we had a note earlier this year on TV. It, there was a time, I think, four of the top six teams in the league, maybe halfway through the year, all had coaching changes. Boston, Vegas, Winnipeg, and Dallas, I think, yeah. at the time. You know, I think there's a general agreement that new voices were probably yeah. needed in all those spots, but it just uh, it, it happens to turn out here that the Golden Knights um, in Bruce Cassidy's first yeah. year break the team record for points, yeah. tie the team record for wins. Um, I did want to touch on, Alex Petrangelo coming back last yeah. night. Uh, I think we kind of felt like they got it right with him and Nurse, right? You yep. can't do either of those things. No. It's the emotion of the game, especially, and I, I kind of thought, well, yeah, it's part of the playoffs, right? Yep. The, the, the heat of these games gets higher and higher as they go on. But um, 
I, I got a kick out of his comments uh, the day between games five and six. I just yeah. it's such and Golden Knights fans, it, it, the stress level of watching these games. Yeah. At least when you're down there, you'd rather, you you'd rather be in, in the hands. mix. Yeah, yeah. you, yeah. you got to you know that's athletes want to have control, and yeah. it's not fun when you got to sit back and watch. When you're in it, you're in it, right? You're not thinking when you got to sit and watch it's uh and it's like he said like now he knows what fans like he's not a guy that misses a lot of games and oh. certainly the uh, the intensity level of a playoff game is different than watching regular season so uh good to have him back you just know how much he impacts the game how many big minutes he plays for this team defensive offensive situations special team situations so good to have him back and did you see the handshake i did <laughs> They didn't have much time for Tri-Sale each other, didn't did have they? much time for no. uh, Alex Petrucci. But, hey, That's you know, he's on the right side of it moving through where it's, uh, yeah, he, he's good Good to have him back in the lineup. And, uh, you know, that is playoff hockey. People are going to argue to this, that, whatever. There, there's no excuses to me overall. The Golden Knights were the better team in this series. Not by a lot, but by enough to win it and and get the job done and uh that said i think you know bruce cassidy's talked you know during the regular season we want to build our game build our game same thing here in playoffs continue to build their game because it gets harder and harder every game every round and and they want to get to their best game possible as they get ready for this third round one thing shane and we watched when bruce cassidy took over this team we were here for training camp last september yeah and we watched him and the staff slowly build their defensive game right literally from their zone yep. on out. They changed how they played, you know, compared to how they played yeah. under Pete DeBoer. Uh, yeah, you could explain it much more than me, more of a more of a zone. Than a more man. of a zone, right, yeah. Right. Defense. The, but the pride they took in their defensive game, Bruce Cassidy uses it. They, they try to make it predictable and as low stress on their yeah. goalies as they can, which which they needed with all the guys yeah. they've, they've had to run through there this year. But their commitment to defending – Never more needed and never more important than in this series against that team who can score goals, it seems like, almost at will at times. And that showed through again in this series. And I remember Bruce Cassidy saying, you know, I don't know if we'll get it complete this year to where, you know, it's instinctual. You know, so they play a zone defense. There's a lot of switch-offs. They don't chase man-on-man defense, which I think is the wrong way to play against the Oilers, which the Kings did. And, uh, you know, you look at, you look at the, the defensive system that's in Boston. Uh, it started with Claude, it goes back Claude Julian, Bruce Cassidy, and then Montgomery comes in this year, and he said, "Yeah, we changed some things, but that has been set there." And I think we talk about all these goalies. I think I talked on this show with Darren that we did one of our shows. Mm-hmm. It lends its hand for goaltenders to have success because he said, "Predictable. We're going to give you the outside shots. We're going to protect the house. There's a certain way they defend that allows their goaltender." And I think Sean Burke's done a good job at letting the goaltenders there, and and. If you look at history, well, the Boston Bruins, so Cassidy's brought that system that was started back when I was there, I believe. Claude Julian, we were known as a defensive strong team. We played a zone D. Then Cassidy made his tweaks to it. Then Montgomery comes in. Sure, there's a little tweaks, but it's still kind of the same. I think this year, pretty safe to say, I think Allmark's going to be a Vesna. Yeah. So under that defensive system, yeah. three Vesna goalies, Tim Thomas, Tuka Rask, and possibly here, Allmark. Yeah. So... To me, that lends a hand for goaltenders to have success. Yes, you got to have a goaltender and go and get the job done, but it makes it a little more goaltender-friendly to play behind a defensive system like that, and I think that's what we're seeing here with the Golden Knights. That's why we're seeing these goaltenders have success. Um, 
and a lot of it is on them, their ability, their skill. They've still got to stop the puck, but uh, I think that's the strength of this team. That and their depth, to me, is uh, is what uh, I really like about this team uh, going forward, what they've been able to accomplish now, which doesn't mean anything because you, you still got to keep going. It's going to hurt the same or hurt worse the further you go yeah. if you don't make it. Yeah, good point. Well, the Golden Knights through to the West Final. Uh, tickets for the Western Conference Final. We have some information on those as well, and uh, we'll get to that in our final segment. We're also going to take a look ahead. There's a Game 7 tonight, obviously. Seattle and Dallas, Florida and uh, Carolina waiting uh, in the East. That's the East Final. But uh, we'll get to that as well, along with uh, some more thoughts on the uh, VGK knocking off the Oilers in six games to advance to the Western Conference Final once again. Quick reminder for you that the Craggy Range at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson is the perfect place to enjoy a pregame or postgame meal. Come watch your nights on one of the Craggy Range's big screen TVs or on the huge outdoor LED screen. Enjoy your favorite craft beer, wine, bourbon, or all kinds of cocktails while catching the action. You can find a menu for the entire family plus a full bar. 16 different beers on tap. The Craggy Range Sports Bar and Grill is open daily. No ticket required. Nighttime at noon, one final segment to go. We'll tell you the uh, deal here with the Western Conference Final Playoff tickets going on sale. That's after this on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to nighttime at noon on your home for the Vegas Golden Knights, Fox Sports Las Vegas. And it's been an interesting run for you this season. Can you just take us through kind of how it culminated to two goals against the first two and then 39 straight? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a fun game. But uh, our team did a great job kind of closing it up. Uh, I don't think we got off to quite – I mean, well, we got off to a great start. But uh, first period, I think uh, Edmonton came out pretty short. After that, I thought we bounced back and we had a solid game. Aiden, this might seem very basic, but what does this opportunity that you have this postseason and still ahead of you mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. I've uh, worked very hard my whole life, obviously, to get to the NHL and to be here. But, uh, no, it's exciting. I mean, being on a team that's this good and has a chance to really do it all is, uh, I mean, I'm grateful and I'm excited about it. So that's some of the comments uh, from Aiden Hill after the game last night. We said 3-1. and one. In the playoffs, Raiden Hill, 219 goals against, save percentage of 934, 39 straight saves after the two early goals by the Oilers last night as the Golden Knights advance to the West Final. Uh, Aiden Hill had never started a playoff game in the NHL until this year, yeah. uh, until this round, until game four. Uh, Lauren Brossois never started the game in the Stanley Cup playoff until this year. And uh, both of them have been able to, to get it done. Unfortunately, Brossois gets injured. It opens the door for Hill, but... Uh, he takes advantage of it. Yeah. Exactly. That's the key. And he yeah. said it. You you yep. wait your whole life to get an opportunity like this. Certain, you know, a lot of guys are given opportunities more because of their level, how highly rated they are coming in, or you know, their skill level. And then there's these guys got to work for their opportunity. And there's so many that get that opportunity, and it's a matter of whether you can grab hold of it. That's the yeah. difference. And these goaltenders have certainly been able to do it. First, Brossois, now Aiden Hill, and you can just see. How much he's enjoying it, how excited he is to, to be a part of it, and, and boy, good for him. Good good on these guys that can grab an opportunity like this because it doesn't come along a lot to certain guys. And if you get it, you take it, and you run with it, and uh, he'll be hopefully continuing to do that. You can tell the confidence builds each and every game. In eight minutes, tickets for the eight. Western Conference Final, 1 p.m. Pacific. Tickets for the West Final will go on sale 
at vegasgoldenknights.com slash tickets. So there you go. Not sure just yet when it's going to start. Can't wait to see the fortress. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, like Word is and later this week towards the tail end of the yeah. work week might be a good guess as to when game yeah. one would be. But uh, Golden Knights will have home ice against either Seattle or Dallas. But 1 p.m. Pacific today, VegasGoldenKnights.com slash tickets. Tickets for the Western Conference Final go on sale. How do you size up? Tonight's Game 7, Shane, between Dallas and Seattle. Well, you know, I, I think my initial response is I think Dallas is the better team. They're at home. Um, but that said, and I've told you this, told many people many times, this Seattle team just reminds me of year one of the Golden Knights. Very similar. Just, you know, playing with house money, no expectations. It can be different people every night. They just come at you. Relentless. Relentless. And there's there's no quitting that team. Um and I'm not going to go out and say I wish for one team over the other. We know what happens when that, yeah, when fans do that, right? Yep. Toronto Maple Leaf fans, <laughs> we want Florida. So uh, I think maybe not. Yeah, and you know, in Dallas, certainly Grubauer has been phenomenal for the crack, and he's been a big reason they've made it this far. But uh, Jake Ottinger, we know what he did to the Golden Knights in the past in playoffs. I think he's one of the top young goaltenders in the league. That said, he's been chased a couple times in this series against Seattle, including their last game. So uh, I expect it to be great. Anything can happen in a Game 7. We'll have to wait and see, and then we'll get set uh, for the opponent uh, that will be there against the Golden Knights. That'll be 5 o'clock tonight, uh, Pacific Time, Game 7 on ESPN between uh, the Stars and the Kraken. And then, as we said, uh, you still get Carolina and, and Florida. Waiting out east, a Florida team that knocked off Boston, knocks off Toronto, Carolina, able to uh, knock off the Islanders, and then the Devils. And they did it in quick fashion, right? A couple yeah. of five-game wins. And credit to them. Talk about missing piece. Max Pacioretty yeah. and Svechnikov, two key pieces, yet uh, Carolina just keeps rolling along. Here we are mid-May, and the Golden Knights continue to roll along through to the Western Conference Final, fourth time in six years <laughs> in the history of this franchise. Uh, incredible, and still... You know, we were joking last night, Shane. I said, what was Bill Foley's that first year? Yeah. Playoffs in well, three, cup in six? I believe. This is year six. I, just, I know that. It's just I'm just stating the facts. Yep. So anyway, but still a lot of work to do. You've said it, heard Jonathan Marshall yeah. so say it, and as you would know, and anyone that's been through a long playoff run, it gets harder and harder as you go along. Eight wins down, but another eight big wins still to come, hopefully, for this team. Yeah, and, I, and a chance for them to enjoy it last night, right? You, you enjoy it. You take that moment to – to enjoy it, then now you reset. They'll have the day off, get back to work tomorrow uh, when they know who their opponent is. And certainly their you know, coaching staff now will formulate a plan that they think is best to, to rest the guys and then get them ready to go. Uh, all the pre-scouts, all the video, all the look at whoever their opponent will be. Well, as we mentioned, uh, the Golden Knights still with a lot of work to do. Already a lot of good work done, but uh, more to come, hopefully, for this team. Of course, a reminder, check out VGK Today every day, our daily podcast throughout the 2023 Golden Knights playoff run. The Insider Show, Darren Millard, along with uh, Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman. That's at 4 this afternoon on uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. So that'll do it for us. Our thanks to Ryan and Ryan and Danny and Songy. Dave Gosher, Shane Nutty, wishing you a great afternoon. And, uh, yeah, later this week. Golden Knights will kick off the Western Conference Final. They'll take on the winner of tonight's game between Dallas and Seattle. We'll talk to you next time on Fox Sports Las Vegas.